Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how you doing? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, What? He ate two feet before we nursed. Listen, shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach <laughs> We have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about live fire barbecue and grilling items. Sometimes, nothing to do with barbecue and grilling items like we did In the first hour, when we talked with Jeff Cohen from Baseball and Barbecue, we talked about the baseball lockout. He says some point in February, he thinks there'll be a resolution. Players aren't going to get paid. Hundreds of players without contracts. So if you missed that in the first hour, you can always go back and subscribe to the podcast and get it at your leisure. The show airs live every Tuesday night from 9 to 11. Go to thebbqcentralshow.com and get all of your clearinghouse information there on ways to watch and listen to the show live and where to subscribe for podcasts. Still to come on the show. John Solberg, and you are listening. John, please. Police. Still to come on the show this evening, Sam the Cooking Guy will be joining us in about 13 minutes from now. And, yes. You can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch for a video feed. Also, slash RD Rempy on YouTube for a third video feed option. And we are doing live audio on Clubhouse as well. So if you'd like to get in there, don't forget when Sam comes on, we're going to be doing a giveaway of a knife. So we'll try and pull in a Clubhouse listener. Do some questioning. See if it's well worth winning a Nakiri knife and away you go. So you can listen that way. Also, if you are a podcast listener only and you would like to be free of the ads, you can subscribe to an ad-free podcast experience two ways through Patreon over at patreon.com slash Show, where you can become a patron there. Or if you listen to the show through Apple Podcast app, you can... Get rid of all of those ads by subscribing right in the show. There's a button there, and you can hit that, and away you go. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, episode 206, taking you back to December 4th, 2012, almost 10 years ago, featuring a guy by the name of Bubba Latimer. Remember Bubba? If you've been in it as long as I have, that being the live fire industry or longer, then you'll remember Bubba not only from his show, I'm sorry, from this show, but his many TV appearances during the heyday or golden area of barbecue television. He was also a very accomplished barbecue competitor at the time that I was talking to him over those many years. And last but not least, outside of all that very successful barbecue restaurant tour, 
So in this particular segment that you'll hear this coming Friday, Bubba and I talked about getting into the barbecue restaurant business. And most importantly, for those that are considering to do it, a plan that you need to have in place to give yourself the best shot at success right out of the gate. Because as we all know through the history of the show, I've talked to a lot of folks that did barbecue restaurants and they said it's really hard and a lot of them failed and they weren't ready out of the shoot. So Bubba shares a lot of great information to set yourself up for success right out of the gate. Bubba shared some great info that remains evergreen to this day. So when you hear the date of the original airing, December 4th, 2012, realize that while it's 10 years old, a lot of the stuff that he's sharing is relevant, is something that you would want to take into account. Maybe there's some things you would want to freshen up here or there. But by and large, and I listened to it, this is some really great general advice, whether it happened 10 minutes ago or whether it was given 10 years ago. So be sure to check out the best moments of the show this uh, sorry the best moments show this coming Friday and then might I suggest downloading the whole show because remember this is only a portion of that entire segment that I did with Bubba so there's a lot of other great stuff within those minutes and there's a whole show wrapped around Bubba's segment as well maybe there's a new favorite segment that you might hear don't forget if you want to hear a guest or segment again that has been lost in the archives email John and let them know what you would like to hear. J-O-N at the bbqcentralshow.com is the email address. Tell him what you would like to hear, and he'll do his best to meet your expectation for a best-of show. Last week's best-of show with Sean Walcheff was a request. So he does it. He's happy to do it. Looking forward to doing it, actually. All right, so now we talk about something that isn't so great which is the passing of yet another what I would consider to be barbecue legend to a certain degree. A couple weeks ago, we talked about the passing of Bill Arnold and Blues Hog. Uh, no question, the legend there. Many people feel should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, should have been in the Barbecue Hall of Fame for years already, perhaps even when it got started by uh, Mike and Ray back from the Barbecue Forum days. But that was just the beginning of the month or, you know, towards the, the tail end of uh, October heading into November. We lost uh, Bill Arnold. And late last week, another passing of former guest, many time guest of the show, Robert McGee, who is best known by many in recent years for opening and running the award winning Q39 barbecue restaurant in Kansas City, Missouri. Passed away this uh, past Friday morning after a five-year battle with colon cancer. I certainly wouldn't consider myself to be a top friend and confidant of Robert McGee. Uh, This was news to me. I didn't know that he was battling colon cancer. I don't know how well-known that was or if he was just keeping that in tight circles. And aside from being a successful barbecue restaurateur... And when you talk about Kansas City barbecue, Q39 is quickly become legendary status, right? You have those standby Gates, Arthur Bryant. I've heard through a, a number of accounts, while it's great for the history, the barbecue might be average at best. Some might like one better than the other. I think there's a sauce 
a Gates sauce allegiancy, if I'm not mistaken. The sauce is supposed to be really good, but the quality of barbecue might not be there. Can't say that for Q39. Everybody I've ever talked to says the Q39 has some of the best barbecue. Not restaurant barbecue, but best barbecue they've had. And when you talk about Kansas City has some of the best barbecue in restaurants that you can get across the country. And that's including your Memphis, your Carolinas, your Texas. Q39 right at the top of the list. I was actually at a a number of those restaurants. Tried to get into Q39, but they were not taking reservations the time that I was going, or they were booked. I tried to weasel in through Robert McGee, but that wasn't happening, unfortunately. So aside from being a successful barbecue restaurant tour for years, he was one of the most dominant teams on the Kansas City Barbecue Society's competition circuit under the team Munch and Hogs at the Hilton. How dominant, you ask? How about winning Team of the Year honors in both 2008 and 2011, and within those three years, didn't finish outside the top 10 for Team of the Year points? Pretty impressive. Now, where this really hits a chord for me, Robert is someone whom I've actually met in person, and that's, as you follow the show, and as I like to say, that's not something that happens all the time. It's very rare that I actually get to meet somebody who I've had on the show or who I'm a fan of virtually meet somebody in person. But back in 2012, the Sam's Club Barbecue Tour tour rolled through Canton, Ohio for a local event. If you remember the Sam's Club Barbecue Tour, all the rage back in the day, became one of the majors to win. And Munch and Hogs came through it, cooked it. I was able to spend quite a bit of time with Robert and the team that traveled that weekend. In fact, that was the first time I had sampled both a prime brisket and a Wagyu brisket back in 2012. Also, the first time eating competition-prepared money muscle. I'd had pulled pork a number of times, but I just pulled the whole butt. Didn't even think about money muscle. wasn't even really a thing back then or was just coming into vogue. But that was the first time I had a competition-prepared money muscle. It was totally incredible. Like anything... I had fallen out of touch with Robert over the past handful of years. He got busy with the restaurant, didn't really hit the competition circuit nearly as much as he once did. And I had moved away from competition or covering it on the show quite a bit, as I had done over the last number of years. But as I just mentioned, I tried to meet up with him when I was in Kansas City for a volleyball weekend about five years ago, but we couldn't make the schedules jive. But anyway... Outside of all that, we raise a glass to Robert McGee, one of the best competition cooks and arguably the best barbecue restaurateur out there. We thank him for the interviews he did over the years, the role he played in building the show over the years. Thank you, Robert. And Godspeed. All right, we are looking for Sam the Cooking Guy while we wait for him to load in. I will talk to you about Yoder Smokers. I know I say this all the time, right? But we're really looking to set up Yoder Smokers January, February next year. They're just really busy. Yoder Smokers designs and builds some of their, uh, sorry, builds all of their products in the United States and building pride through craftsmanship, world-class customer service. That's the backbone of how they've built the company. This approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke style product that elevates gatherings and friends and family Honored to have a trusted place in the backyard of America from pellet grills 
to wood-fueled offset pits and charcoal grills. Consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with the Yoder Smoker's name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit, and the team has developed their cookers to perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that's rooted in their handmade products and defines the integrity of the core values. American-made quality, endless flavor, the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Visit Yodersmokers.com and grab yours today. That's Yoder Smokers to grab yours today. Check them all out. Iron Chef Michael Simon owns one, at least one. All right, stick around. We will be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. and Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories, whether you're a beginner or professional. Definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Also, if you're looking for a out Landish gift. And uh, what I mean outlandish, I mean something you're going to get cheered for. End grain cutting boards. Go to pitbarrel.com uh, or endgrainedusa.com, however you want to get there, and take a look at those cutting boards. If you get that for get it for yourself. If you want to give a treat to yourself, that's fine. If you're really looking to set somebody in the right way going into 2022, you get them one of those end grain cutting boards and they are going to love you forever and ever. Amen. My next guest blows it up all over YouTube with over 3 million YouTube subscribers inching closer and closer to 4 million every day. They eagerly watch those cooking videos three times a week. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about this evening. Who knows if we'll actually get there, but we're going to give it a go. It is Sam, the cooking guy. Hey, Sam. What's up, my friend? I am happy to see you. No doubt about it. Happy to be seen, man. Happy to be seen. All right. So I'm going to say this right off the bat. Anybody listening? Oh, gosh. No, anybody listening that wants a chance to win a free prize, jump over to the Clubhouse app. Come on board. I'm going to punch in on this. Look what you have a chance of winning right there. The Sam the Cooking Guy 7-inch Nakiri knife. Sharp will cut all of your fingers and toes off and on the butt you get sam's face look at that perfect get the logo right there that's great is, my face should be on everybody's ass is, but for now it's on the knife is that the most 
preeminent logo that you've had to date? Oh, oh uh, <laughs> no doubt. Not even nothing comes close. No, I've had different ones along the way. The cooking guy brand started one way and went another way, and there were different colors and different versions, and that's it. It ain't going anywhere. I like it. The half face. I like certainly. I, I mean, like it, it too. It, like it looks exactly well. It looks exactly like half of you. Oops. There you go. How's that? Yeah. Right. All right. That so right there. anybody listening that wants a chance to win, go ahead and jump into Clubhouse and uh, you can uh, raise your hand, I think is what it's called. Or here's somebody here. Let's, we'll see if they want to come on stage. We'll get this iced out right off the top and then we can talk about some of this other stuff. We're not getting to anything. You know that. What it's called, or here's somebody here. Else. We'll see if they want to. Oh, what is that? Yell it. Call her. Turn off I your radio or whatever that is. Oh, what is oh, going oh, on? Oh, oh, wait, wait a second. We're not getting to anything. This, could, this could be my what fault here. Yeah, this is my fault. All right. I just fixed it. Now, let me talk to the listener that's going to jump Go on. Ahead. Darwin. Go ahead. Darwin, make sure that you close the web browser that you're watching the show on. So we don't get repeated back to ourselves, and we'll be all set. So without any further ado, here we go. We're going to give it a whirl. Robert's here. The Thank system God. works. Right. So, so how does took, he win a knife? It took a little while to get here, but now we are in a position to give away a knife. Robert, are you excited about the opportunity or prospect of winning a Nakiri knife from Sam the Cooking Guy? Absolutely. All right. So we're going to play a game, of course. That's what we love to do here on the show. So let me get the game page up. And before we do that, let's meet Robert Salazar. Robert, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, <clears throat> live in South Texas. Uh, I'm an agriculture science teacher. Uh, just a big uh, barbecue uh, fan and all of that sort, man. All Not right. Too much. Love it. Let's play the game. Well, we love teachers, so. Yes. And for that, we thank you. Robert, what, I'm what gonna... age are you? What, what age are you teaching, Robert? High school students, <clears throat> nine through twelve. There you go. Oh, God okay. bless okay, you. Okay, guys, man. back down. This is my I'm show, and we're every, playing a game. Here we go. Every knife that I've Here ever we go. made. Here we go. Go ahead. Let's just relax. All right, here's what's going to happen, Robert. I'm going to ask you a multiple choice question: A or B. Sam is going to give you the right answer or the answer that he would pick. However, why this is a game is in advance. You are going to pick what you think Sam is going to say or answer. Fair enough? Sounds good. All right. Got to get best three out of five, and here we go. I'm excited. Between the two, what is Sam's favorite cheese? American cheese? Or Colby Jack cheese? Colby. Final answer? Yes. Locking him in on Colby Jack. We go to Sam the Cooking Guy. Is it American Cheese or Colby Jack? How many does he have to get? Best three best out of five. Best of three? Oh, he's got one in his column. He's correct. All right. Look, I'm a big fan of American Cheese, but I generally use it for burgers. Yes. Or uh, stuffing omelets after Thanksgiving. I find myself using the jack way more often. Keep going. Next question. Question two. Who does Sam... A little enthusiasm wouldn't be bad, Robert. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. 
Who does Sam think is hotter? <laughs> Janet Jackson or Jennifer Lopez? Now, let, me, let me pre let me qualify this by oh. saying in their heyday, Janet Jackson or Jennifer Lopez. No offense to either lady, by the way. You're gonna go J Lo. I mean, gotta have that light and flare. Final <laughs> answer? Yes. All right. We'll go to Sam. Is it Janet Jackson or J Lo? Well, I'll tell you that one of the two stand no chance at being a hot in my mind. Okay. I will turn over all my cards now and tell you that Robert Salazar is right for the second time in a row. Wow, look at this guy. You only need one more, Robert, to win a $79,000 knife from Sam the Cookie <laughs> 79, guy. Just $79,000. That's it. All right, here we go. Last question for you to potentially win. We'd hate to see you get three in a row wrong and lose. That would be very embarrassing. But no, but he has a. If he got this one wrong, he still has. Yes. It's just best out of five. This is my show. Let me. Let me. Is host, that not correct? Let me host the way I want. Thank you. But is, but is that not yes, correct? You made yes. it sound like but if he okay, could, he could lose three in a row. We could, but the he way could. you made it sound like. Okay, All right, Robert. Here we go. This this potentially wins it for you. So, what does Sam think is the best? Vodka or gin? Oof. I know what my answer is, and it's not vodka. I'm going to go with gin, yeah. I mean... Don't let me sway you. That's my... Like, I prefer vodka over gin if I drink, but I don't. Now, I've seen them drink some bourbon on there before, so... I know they're not the same, but <clears throat> I'm going to go with gin. All right, gin, final more. answer. Sam the say, guy, like is his, it vodka I, or I gin? Got to say, I like his thinking. Okay. But he's wrong. Oh! There's vodka in this glass right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> Well, now it's become a little bit of a game. Here we go. Next question. Thank goodness. Does Sam prefer cooking with lump charcoal or charcoal briquettes? I'm going to go with lump. I Final. mean, with that Santa Maria grill he's got. Final answer? Yes, sir. All right. Sam, for all the marbles, lump or briquettes? Well, I hate to disappoint the people that wanted Robert to lose, but he did win, in fact. Absolutely. I do All prefer right. love. And, and he gets an extra point because he, uh, you know, I've got, he knows I've got that Santa Marie in the backyard. That's so, right. Look nice at job, Robert. He must be a fan. All right. Well, Robert, you send me an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Put winner in the subject line and send me your address to ship to, and I will send it right along. No, Sam you won't. Don't state that. He will oh, send man, it to oh, me, man. Robert, yeah. and then I will send it right along. I'm, I'm going to send his information right along to you. <laughs> no, but you made it sound though. You made it sound like Robert, you were sending the fucking knife. Robert, thank You're you for uh, knife, thank buddy. you for playing along tonight. I appreciate. it. Well, thank you yeah. much, guys. We appreciate. it. We've enjoyed both of y'all shows. It, it's really yeah. It, thank it, you. Robert. It's really a joy every week for both of y'all. All right. Thank you. There he thank is, so Robert, right there. Here's my question for. And everybody from everybody well. here at What oh. Sam's Favorite, we wish you adieu. All right. I will play this game every month. Oh, yeah? It was great. Yeah, every month. We'll give something away. Well, uh, by the way... Um, get through the technical hurdles first. Here, here's one question for people at home. Has Greg and <laughs> Sam ever met? I kind of gave that away, but 
I think you would not know that we've never met each other. Am I right? Well, other our than, witty repartee yes. would make you think these guys went back years in their friendship. That's which right. Which technically is true, but we just never, we've never shaken hands. If we went to final answer and somebody said yes, they have. Guess what? What? No. Sad, sad state of affairs, but we look to rectify that in 2022. Absolutely. It'll right, so be the year we will meet. We thank, we thank you for the giveaway, and we'll hold you to that every month commitment that you What's just that? made as long on as air it take video. Long, as long as it doesn't take as long as it did to get fucking going, for God's sakes. Here's what I think is going to happen now. People are going to be energized and motivated. They're going to load into the clubhouse in the second hour. They're going to yeah. realize that Darwin was on the precipice of potentially winning a really cool Nakiri knife, but because he didn't close his web browser, he definitely, he definitely was on the precipice. Screwed him in the it? end, unfortunately. Yeah. But now everybody knows we've set the ground rules. A little bit of a legwork up front, but next month and going forward, it's going to be a masterpiece. By the way, masterpiece. Go ahead. Let it be shown that those questions made up right off the top of my head. I did not have those just scripted now? out. I just those were no. Those are, you are a master of this. I'm not. I'm not just kissing your ass. I love the questions. They were really yes. good. Can we know what the other? No, I was going to ask what the other ones were, but don't tell us. <laughs> there, there weren't Save any other ones because I didn't. Save I was making them up as I was going along. <laughs> so uh, while we're talking about giving away stuff, just let me say that at this time of year, uh, our YouTube channel gives away stuff. You need only be a subscriber. You need only comment on the three videos we'll post this week. Mm. But we are giving away. You could get okay an, an Evo flat top grill that you see me cook on all the time. I think it's about uh, $4,200. Could I get that? We're giving away. Can like, you? Could I comment and have a potential of winning that? No, you can't win. You know me too well. I'm sorry. We have a relationship. <laughs> Business relationship. <laughs> We're also giving away a Caliber Pro Kamado, Ooh. which is that that uh, teal egg thing that I use. has a rotisserie. It's fantastic. Yeah. has uh, arguably the longest uh, burn rate for a pound of fuel than any of the eggs that are out there. We're giving away a Traeger Ironwood 885. That's about two grand. Yeah. Wait, the Caliber Pro Kamado is two grand. The Ironwood, and thank you, uh, Dougie Boy. Never heard of Who's him? our boy? You've never heard of Dougie Boy? No. Dougie Boy? Dougie Boy. You know Dougie Boy. You mean the longest-running embedded correspondent from Texas, Doug Shiding? Doug Shiding. Dougie Boy uh, used his connections once again this year to get through to the uh, Traeger higher-ups. We're giving away an 885 Ironwood yeah. with Wi-Fi technology. Mm. We're also giving away a pit barrel cooker with a ton of accessories. Who doesn't like that? I love it. We're also giving away a $700 package of amazing stuff from uh, restaurantsupply.com, including an electric deep fryer and a whole bunch of other stuff. And we're giving away 30, not one, not two, not 10, not 20, not 25, but 30 Sam the Cooking Guy starting kits that will include our 12-inch cast iron pan, our four knives, Whoa. and Sam the Cooking Guy recipes with intentional leftovers cookbook. Really? And all you have to do is go to the videos we post this week, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. 
You have to be a subscriber. You have to comment, and we will pick. And next week's videos, Monday, will announce winners. Wednesday will announce winners, and Friday will announce winners. Wow. Are you uh, reserving the big ticket items for like Friday's announcements to keep everybody going through the week, or is there not? Uh, so I much don't know yet. I mean, typically that's what we've done, but we'll see. We'll see. I would ask you what but you I think, think it, but well, I guess that's what Max thinks is the best because evidently will, he's the boss. Here, here's what I think we will do. Uh, we'll see what he says. Dick. I think we should pepper each day. We've got you know three nice big items. So let's pepper along the way, and then each one gets one. Whatever, who knows? <laughs> but anyway, just go subscribe, comment, and you're in. That's all it takes. All right, that's a. We're not asking anything from you. It's a bevy of prizes. Other than that, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, so a lot of things have already happened over the last couple of weeks, not the least of which was a lot of people's favorite eating holiday, which was Thanksgiving. So you don't have to give us the, the total recap, but when we were talking last month, you yes. gave us some general thoughts about what you'd be doing. So what did you end up doing bird-wise, and how did it turn out? Spatchcock, dry age two days. Uh, sorry, uh, dry brined two days before. Mm. I, put, I put the bird in the fridge on uh, Tuesday, cooked it Thursday, one of the best turkeys I've had. Uh one of my assistants that's there when we shoot was there the day that we shot the whole like turkey day setup for our YouTube channel. She's never brined a turkey. She's never dry brined a turkey. She's never spatchcocked. She did exactly what we did on the channel. And the reports from her house were, this was the best turkey they've ever had. I'm telling you, if you're wet brining, you're making way more work for yourself. Mm, totally. In, in fact, a couple, uh, I don't know, last week, I, I dry brined a chicken that I'd spatchcocked, mm. and it was insanely delicious. Any so, poultry, just do it. This was the first time in 24 years that I was able to cook the Thanksgiving turkey because my mother-in-law is still very active in wanting to cook a lot of the major holiday uh, meals. I am certainly more than capable of doing it, probably in a number of instances. Maybe I could do it better. I've had a lot of those turkeys over the last quarter century. There's a very good chance. From what I've been hearing, there's a very good chance you could do it better. Spatchcocked it, dry brined it for a day, day and a half, and took it out took it to the table. I put that Sam the Cooking Guy 8-inch chef knife through the middle of that breastbone and the juice just flew out. My mother-in-law was like, crazy. And I laughed and I said, when was the last time we saw that on a Thanksgiving? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And did you convince her that you should uh, handle this from now on? I certainly think I made a case just visually and then the most important part. And I say, you know, every... uh, beginning of november late october this is going to be you know next year is the year i'm going to eat turkey five times or six times before the next thanksgiving and it never happens but i think i'm motivated enough this time just through dry brining where the flavor was amped up just enough not anything crazy Mm. just extra Mm -mm. turkey flavor that Mm -hmm. was inspiring it was easy to do it's great Mm. leftover it was great then I don't know how many people can say that turkey was great then, yeah. but then well, the next day idea. and the day after that, 
was even better. Hundred percent, even better. I I was eating it cold out of the fridge <laughs> two days later. Yes, and saying I, I can't freaking believe this. Yeah, this shouldn't be. It really is. Salt is the if you could only choose one, uh, um, the spice herb condiment thing to have in your house. That should be it. Throw everything else out. That's the only thing you need. Here's what I think we should do. I think that we, you, me, and the audience mm-hmm. should uh, choose a date uh, at some point in the next few months, and it'll be a turkey day mm-hmm. or a week or whatever to encourage people to do it, to go find the tur- Problem is, though, where do you get a turkey like in March? So my thought is I don't is think this. it's that easy. I have tried... Maybe we're still close enough. You know, we're only what a week and a half away from Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was at Christmas. Giant Eagle, or I was at my local big grocery store the last couple days, and in the freezer end cap of the freezer aisles, there were five turkeys. or six frozen turkeys. Yeah, so, but don't forget, people like to do turkeys at, at Christmas. Yeah, right. They double up so, Thanksgiving. So, like, to what Christmas, happens? Right? What happens in uh, in March, April? So I have to make a note to myself mentally or I mean physically somewhere will will just remind me that when you go to the store the next time look for turkey or ask the meat manager do you have any frozen turkeys not looking for fresh turkeys or we could do this because I know if you don't want to do a whole turkey but if you want to do turkey breast Kevin Green over at the butcher shop in Pensacola Florida has those mammoth eight pound turkey breasts each and they come two to a pack so 16 pounds of turkey breasts and at, at worst, we could do turkey breasts from from uh, the butcher shop. Did you get ten percent no, off. I, I like the idea. The like I like I say that again. You get ten percent off if you mention the show when you call. Okay. Uh, look, I like I like uh, Kevin's stuff. I like Kevin, um, but I do think we should try and actually do like Thanksgiving in spring or something. You know, I know it's lamb, it's Easter, it's rebirth that's all that kind of stuff eggs whatever but who says you can't who says you can't have thanksgiving in the in the freaking middle of the summer who you know what rusty monson embedded correspondent of utah said as we built into the thanksgiving holiday for the last embedded correspondent you mean the guy that looks nothing like he looks that guy yes the guy that sounds nothing like he looks we that were talking guy. about tradition traditional eating and he said you know what tradition oh, yeah. sucks i know eat he what says, you want I don't like that and uh, make it your own tradition just because it's this holiday and you, people say you should be eating this. Screw no, that. He doesn't Eat understand the want. concept of a fucking tradition, Rusty Monson. Well, and I like him. I just don't sucks, agree with that. Evidently. Tradition sucks. Evidently. I don't think tradition sucks. I'm sorry. Well, you can mix Let it. Me ask, tradition let's ask sucks, Rusty Monson. Can, yes. Let's ask Rusty Monson this question. Does he celebrate his birthday each year? Yes. Oh, well, what is that? That would be a tradition. Yes, but he's talking about eating tradition, not like a customary tradition, like celebrating a birthday. What what does he eat on July 4th? Hot dogs and hamburgers, right? Yeah, so he should start having a a chicken piccata. Yes. And, uh, and, I don't know, I can't. Chicken piccata. What did you pull chicken piccata? I don't know. I don't know. Have you made chicken piccata on the show? Yes, I have absolutely. It's delicious. Max, crispy, thin schnitzel like that. Yes, he did. I can't believe that. Chicken, chicken on our show does very. I can do 
no wrong with chicken. Hmm. All right. You know what I made uh, a couple weeks ago? It hasn't aired yet. It'll air uh, next week. Uh, uh, my very first in my life spiral cut ham. We're going to talk about ham, actually. Can oh, we good. save that for just one second? I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to do a piece yeah. of business, as we say here in the industry. And then we'll come back. I'm going to ask you about prime rib, and then we're going to talk about ham. So stay tuned. We're talking with Sam the Cooking Guy, of course, thecookingguy.com, his website. Shop.stcg.com to buy all of your holiday gifts for the culinary loved one in your family. Or for yourself, if you're the culinary loved one and you want to make sure that you get what you want. Let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. Two different lines to choose from, a choice line. You don't have to get all the tech stuff that's out there like you would find on the Prime line. You're going to save some money. It's a perfectly great build. Accommodates a bunch of different amounts of food, depending on how big your family is. Also accommodates that pizza oven insert that I tell you about each and every week. Now, if you want to spend a couple extra hundred bucks, you want a little bit more of a robust build on the chassis, you want two internal meat probes, you want Wi-Fi, you want app connectivity, so you can control that cooker from your app wherever you are, as long as you're connected to an internet signal and the grill is connected to your local area network. The Prime Line is what you want. You get a peak and a ledge on the size for the Prime Line cookers. You get a little storage shelf underneath. You get the front shelf for loading the cooker, peak-in windows on the main cooking chamber and pellet hopper. Pretty cool stuff right there. Now, if you want to have a pellet cooker that's ultra-portable, the Trek is something you want to take a look at. We are obviously well into tailgating season, both for college football as that starts to wrap up now, and, of course, NFL football, depending on where you're at. Maybe there'll be baseball, maybe not, but if there is and you're in those southern areas for spring training, the Trek is what you want. You can plug it right into the outlet in your car. You don't even need a regular plug. GreenMountainGrill.com is the website only sold through dealers, so find one near you. Visit the dealer, get educated, pick the right one for you, and then take it home and know that you're educated and you'll have success right out of the gate. No buyer's remorse there. GreenMountainGrill.com. That's GreenMountainGrill.com. And we're back with more Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion being brought to you by Smithfield.com. Through the grilling season, because it's always grilling season, you can get tips and tricks from world champ pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor and no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork. Quite simply, some of the finest pork money can buy. It's the trusted choice of world champion pitmasters for use at competitions and at home. I just used some Smithfield fresh pork for some pork tacos that I did. Or as we say, carnitas. Sam the Cooking Guy is right here. Joining me, thecookingguy.com, his website, of course. This is the time of year. We talked about people that double up on turkeys, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Hanukkah just wrapped up a couple days ago. Uh, was it Monday that it uh, wrapped up? So, did you do uh, anything special or outside of the uh, you box know, we during have, those we eight crazy a, nights? Uh, we always have a family uh, um, uh, Hanukkah party. 
And it was uh, Saturday night. Sorry. It was supposed to be Saturday night, but my son, Jordan, and his wife, Moni, had been with her family earlier in the week, and a bunch of them came down with COVID. Oh, no. So we said, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's not. Let's not do it. Last year, we did a um, multi-part Hanukkah event. Every family member took an item and distributed it to the rest of us, mm. and then we all did it by Zoom. Uh-huh. It's challenging. It's challenging. It's not what you would necessarily want to do, but you figure this stuff out, you know? So so we'll have it. We decided we will have it again when everybody's uh, away from COVID and we're okay, and it doesn't matter. Rusty Monson, whether you have your tradition at the time you're supposed to have it or you have it two months later, it's still good. Tradition sucks, as we've learned. Apparently. So yeah. as Christmas builds in, this is a very hot run on rib roast. This is the season of rib roast. Love them. Or as people them, would call them, them, prime rib. Prime's a grade. So maybe you're yeah. getting a prime grade rib roast or Wagyu. I would call that a prime, prime rib. Prime, prime rib, of course. So do you have any tips or tricks for cooking your best prime rib? I mean, look, you know, you can you can go to the YouTube our YouTube channel, and we've done a couple different versions of it. I think one of my favorites was on the Caliber Pro Kamado with uh, as uh, Robert Salazar guest lump charcoal underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used the rotisserie feature of that, and we put it on. I rubbed it with. Um, I think just mustard. Like my mother used to make the best roast beef and all it had was sort of garlic and mustard on the outside and it never ended up tasting like mustard. And then of course, kosher salt and pepper, stuff like that. But, yeah. but we did this one on the rotisserie and we made one of those um, herb brushes. We tied a bunch of rosemary and thyme and sage leaves to a couple of chopsticks and dipped it in oil and butter and garlic and then basted it as it went. And holy shit, man, that was freaking legendary around our house. It really was. I think you should just do it. I mean, if you're not comfortable doing one, just know it's just one giant piece of meat that you can cook, uh, you know, slowly, mediumly in your oven on your uh, rotisserie, however you a smoker, however you want to do it. And it's just a beautiful piece of meat that comes out and you serve it with whatever you want. But really, it's about the leftovers, I think. What you can do with that stuff the next few days is magical. Do you think that there is more angst not screwing up the Thanksgiving turkey or more angst not screwing up the holiday rib roast? No, the holiday rib roast, because it's, what, four times the price. I mean, yes, the the prices do go down this time of year, and you can get, like, a decent one at Costco, but you can get a cheap turkey. You know, you F up a cheap turkey, and you don't feel too bad. You F up a, you know, $75 roast or $150 roast or whatever it ends up being, you buy a prime one, and you feel bad about that. But you don't have to F it up if you have – one thing, one simple 
little thing, and I know you know what that is. You're yeah. smiling already. Yes. It's a good digital instant read thermometer. Right. And there is they're as inexpensive as 20 bucks on Amazon. Look, I'm a I'm a fan of the Thermapen. I the, the those guys, I think they do a great job. But you don't need to spend $75 or $95 on a thermometer. Yes, there's reads in about, I don't know, five seconds or whatever they say. If I take six or seven seconds, that's okay. But you can't use the dial. Maybe I should do this. Like way. the analog dial? <laughs> the analog, that old thing. You, you Just throw that shit out. Forget yeah. that. Go spend 20 bucks. Get a digital instant read thermometer. And that will be the savior of not just that expensive roast you're going to buy, but a filet, a, a New York, a ribeye, a chicken, a turkey, a duck. It doesn't matter. You'll use it a million times. It will it will uh, show its value the first time you use it. You had mentioned a couple minutes ago before we went to break that you had done your first ham a couple weeks ago, yet mm. to air on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So are you in general or before doing this ham for the video side of things, are you a ham fan? I find myself to be trying them and then ultimately there was there's only one pinnacle ham and I've tried to chase it after the fact a couple different times. It was a Caribouda ham, uh, Snake River Farms, really expensive. Yeah. I sous vide yeah, yeah. it and it was yeah, yeah. it was magical. And yeah. then I got another one, and it was really not good. Like I was pissed. So, wait, the I, same one? Yes. And then do the same brand. Cooked it the yeah, same uh, way, and I was pissed because it was a lot of money. And then I bought another one, cooked it the same way, pissed again because it wasn't nearly as good. So I don't know what happened the first time where it was so magical, yeah. but I wrote it down because it was so good, and then I had not failure, but it was like. Was that amount of money no, spent on a ham as good as one I could have got at the local grocery store? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I understand. Uh, look, I've never cooked a ham, and um, I think it's pretty well known that I'm Jewish. I eat a shit ton of bacon. I love pork products. I love pork chops. I love ground pork. I love pork belly. I'm not staying away from a whole ham because I'm Jewish. It has nothing to do with it. It's just that I was not raised with one. I don't. I didn't know how to cook one. And when I decided I want, I somebody on uh, on Reddit asked if I would do a ham for the holidays, mm. and they caught me at a weak moment. I said right away, "Yes, I will absolutely do this." And we did it within a couple of days. It just hasn't aired yet. Um, but as I thought about it, I thought, "All right, I'm going to do a ham. I could go get. I mean, they're all cooked. It's just you're really just kind of finishing them, right? Right. I mean, unless you just go saw one off a the the whole hog at the butcher shop and that's probably not happening. So I love the idea of the spiral cut one. And I bought one from Costco and it comes with a packet of stuff that you mix. I don't really know. I didn't look at it too long. You mix it, I'm guessing with water or something and it becomes your glaze. And I huh. threw that out and I made my own and my own consisted of, uh, cherry bourbon and mustard mixed together on the outside and then more cherry bourbon and a whole bunch of stuff and brown sugar and uh, deliciousness 
that I put in a little pot and then I glazed it over for the, like the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes while it was cooking. Are you saying cherry comma bourbon or cherry bourbon? I don't know what the difference would be. Uh, so are you saying cherry comma bourbon comma blah, 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 or are you saying cherry no, no, bourbon? No, no, I'm saying cherry bourbon. Okay, yes. I just want to make sure. Yes. Uh, and interestingly enough, most alcohol is 40%. Most hard liquor is 40% alcohol. This was 35% alcohol, I guess, because of the mm. it downgraded because of the cherry component. Oh, did you buy it at the grocery store? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, Isn't that the grocery what, store didn't. The grocery bought? store didn't have it. I went to uh, like a liquor store. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they had cherry bourbon. I bought it. Uh, had a quick sip before. It was it was quite nice. Wasn't too syrupy sweet. I was a little concerned about that. Yeah, but the guy told me it wouldn't be. And I mixed that with you know the brown sugar and the the mustard and the garlic and all the other stuff that I put in. And oh, holy shit! I, I mean, should I say if I sent you the picture, could you post it right now or show people? I could. I don't know if I can do that. Right, let me try and. Uh, it's going to be too. <laughs> it's not going to be easy for me to do this. I take. Is so it going to be? Is it going to be more of an issue getting a guest up for the first giveaway? Uh, no, at the look, top of nothing the hour? is going to be more. <laughs> nothing is going to be more of an issue than getting a guest up for this first effing giveaway. Wow. By the way, uh, if Robert Salazar, if you're listening still, you have not sent the email that I need to forward to Sam. So I will forget that you won until Thursday when I listen back to the second hour. Now I can't find it, so I'm not going to do it. But but just know that it was so delicious, so freaking delicious. Mm. I will make it again. And you know what you get when you cook a whole like spiral ham in a really delicious way? No. You get a shit ton of ham for an omelet, for a sandwich, for yeah. a casserole, for a you know a, a, a hand pie, whatever, everything. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's great. I'm so happy I did it. Did you take it to like 155 internal or something like that? 145. I think or? so. I think somewhere around there. I mean, li- I literally followed the Costco instructions. Mm. Cooked it at 275 for like an hour, maybe 90 minutes. And then and then took it out and then glazed the hell out and of it. And it's moist. Oh, God, so good. Really? We went crazy for it. Yeah, we wow. went crazy for it. Hmm. All right. I gotta maybe I'll give that a And I know you try. can buy one I know you can buy one not spiral cut. I can go to the honey baked whole- ham store, which is world renowned great ham. Maybe I'll have to try that. The guy in the commercial goes. A uh, ham so good, you, you better than your mother made. And I'm like, oh, dude, you do not want to be saying that on TV. <laughs> I wow. can only imagine his mother had already passed or he would not have had the yeah, balls to say that. No doubt about it. Uh, all right, Sam, but let's it talk. It was great. Let's talk about gift yep. recommendations as the holidays only now a couple weeks away. What are you recommending yeah. when people say, Sam, what should I get my culinary lover? What do you what do you think the best Look, gifts I think of the it, year it, it, are? Take mine take my knives out of it. I think a knife is maybe one of the most important things you can have in the kitchen. So I think you should buy somebody a knife. I think that's very good. Can I interrupt just for one second? Unsolicited plug for your knives. You're going to. I had the Nikiri first. Yes. Yes. And used it a bunch. I love the weight of it. And then maybe a month ago, which and I've had it for months. You know, I have the bread knife, which I use all the time for bread and whatnot. 
uh, and, and slicing. But the chef's knife kind of stayed tucked in the back a little bit. I was always reaching for mm-hmm. the nakiri, and then mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. accidentally took the chef's knife out. Mm-hmm. I think I might like that better than the nakiri. It's a little lighter, a little bit more maneuverable. I find it to be a little bit better in my hand. And I use that yeah. thing all the I'm looking for reasons to pull the knife out. It's great. Listen, I say this to people all the time. The knife that you use most will be the one that is most comfortable in your hand. And it doesn't matter if it's if it's a if it's mine to carry, if it's somebody's Santoku, if it's a chef's knife, it's a whatever. You know, my mother liked small knives, and I was always amazed at how she could do such amazing food with little shitty knives in her hand. I mean, I don't mean shitty is in quality. I just mean small. Yeah. But it, it, I was in a cookware store once, and and a, and a clerk was selling a tiny woman a set of knives. You have to have this. You have to have this. You have to have this. And one of them was like a nine-inch chef's knife. And a nine-inch knife is a big effing piece of steel yeah. that this woman that couldn't have been more than 5'4", maybe, uh, she was never going to use it. The woman was clearly working towards her uh, upgraded commission, and I thought that was just vile. I hated her for it, <laughs> and I, I, I almost butted in, and I just thought I probably shouldn't do that. But, but the knife that you'll use is the one that fits in your hand, and we're working on a five-and-a-half or five-inch Santoku because we've been asked for a smaller knife because <laughs> – not everybody likes a big knife. So you should go to a knife store, a cookware store. You should hold the knife. If that's comfortable for you, that's the one that you're going to use. So I think a knife is a good thing. I do think an instant read thermometer, 20 bucks. I don't know. I'm going to do Christmas. Maybe that's a stocking stuffer price. I don't know. Is there a, a top end on stocking stuffers? I've always heard 50 20 bucks. bucks. Cool. All right. So that's, that's right in there. Um, I don't sous vide a lot, but I do think it really has its place mm-hmm. in certain things. My wife hated it for the longest time. And the past uh, month, I've sous vided, I don't know if that's a proper verb or not, sous vide two steaks. And she was like over the moon because, as you and I both share, a wife that has a particular temperature that they have an affinity for. Yeah. Right? And if you're at the grill and you're guessing what your partner, husband or wife or whatever is going to like, you're guaranteed to get it with sous vide. And they're, you know, anywhere between a hundred and what, hundred and a quarter and 200 bucks these days. Yeah. You find one anywhere and they all do the same thing. You don't have to buy any, the the more expensive they are, I think the smaller and the sleeker they are and maybe the more Wi-Fi. Uh, comfortable they are, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I like an electric deep fryer, and it, and if that's your world, you should get one. Do you recommend one? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. Just don't go care buy about one that? that you like. All right. I don't really care about that. Yeah, get one that you like. Get the price that fits. But if you're doing a lot of fries, if you're doing, you know, look, we did. Um, chicken fried steak fingers the other day i shallow fried them in a cast iron pan yeah uh you could do them in a deep fryer and by the way cast iron pan i'm not suggesting mine i'm just saying if you don't own cast iron 
you're, um, oh, what can I say this and not be mean to people? You're missing you're out. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no, get cast iron. And by the way, if you have parents or grandparents that do not use their cast iron pans, yeah, don't buy. Kidnap Just em. go take. Damn right. Oh, yes. Grandma, do you use? I uh, haven't used that for four years. Your grandfather doesn't like anything. They just take the damn thing. They're seasoned. They're beautiful. Cast iron will live longer than you will. Yes. And you should have it in your repertoire. I have a and I say Wagner only- cast iron pan that was my uh, mom's or that was my dad's parents. I took it from the house. I have my mother's Wagner past- yeah. ca- cast iron pans that I don't think they make anymore. Can't find them. Uh, but if you're only going to buy one, buy one big enough that you can do a bunch of stuff in it. Yeah. Because in a big pan, you can do a little bit, but you can also put three or four uh, chicken breasts in, six chicken thighs. And cast iron deep fried chicken is maybe one of the greatest uh, things that you can do. And remember this, when you're significant other says you are not coming in this house and deep frying anything because the smell will be here for three days take the pan out to your grill yes i grill i put my cast iron pan on my grill all the time if you've watched our youtube channel for even a minute you're going to see me deep frying something or shallow frying something in the cast iron pan on my barbecue because you can I say all the time, a barbecue is just a stove and an oven that's outside. Anything you can do in, you can do out with that. You just got to think about it. What should I be making for dinner tomorrow night? Well, then I'll let you go. Oh, shit. Uh, You should be making a stir-fry... God, jeez, Greg, could you not give me a little heads up before you ask me these questions? I'm a a fit. Look, look, I don't want to pull back the curtain here, but we have a shared Google document that I always update during the course of the month in between our visits. And it says, I have trouble with with Google Docs. New way to close the STCG segment. What should I be making for dinner tomorrow night? Uh, You should be be making... Chicken piccata tomorrow night. Yes. Flatten it out. Flatten it out. And you know the in the in Great. the in the seasoned flour, then the egg back into the seasoned flour. You shallow fry it in the twelve inch Sam the Cooking Guy cast iron pan. I'm I encouraging you to buy. Right? Yes. And then whatever you want on it. If you want to uh, lighten it up a little bit, some uh, lightly dressed arugula on top of that. Uh, a poached egg would not be inappropriate. There is nothing better when that egg yolk breaks. Mm. And you've got a crispy chicken uh, piccata piece underneath it. It's just freaking magical. If you're looking for inspiration, might I draw your attention to thecookingguy.com or go to YouTube. I'm sure everybody listening is already subscribed, but if you're new, just getting into the world... Go to Sam the Cooking Guy's YouTube channel and subscribe there and be part of the approaching 4 million other subscribers that are doing it. And be sure to watch yesterday and tomorrow and Friday's video 
and then comment and subscribe because you have the opportunity of winning some incredibly expensive and cool and things that you talk about all the time. Yes. Uh, and all you have to do is com- subscribe, but all after that, all you have to do is comment and the next week they will release the winners and it could be you. And I would love to hear all about, it. especially if you are a fan of my show and you know, Sam through this show, if you win something really cool, I would love to hear your feedback on it. We'd love to hear that. Absolutely. In the meantime, Absolutely. you can see Sam. And by the way, it wouldn't hurt to let me know that you're a, so you're a fan of uh, that's right. barbecue. Soup. Yes. Say you're yeah. centralized. I'm not saying that's going to guarantee anything, but who knows? doesn't hurt. Who knows? Uh, in the meantime, that you can see hurt. Sam right here in the second hour on the first Tuesday of every month. And going forward, now that we have the logistics worked out, we'll be doing a oh giveaway at the top of every Sam the Cooking Guy segment. And who knows? what we could be giving away next month. You'll just have to tune in and see. Sam? No, I know what it is. Oh, oh I could tell yes. you right now what we'll give away. Do you want to know? Really? I can't wait. Oh. Yes. 12-inch Sam the Cooking Guy cast iron pan. Holy moly. And I hope it, I hope it goes to somebody that doesn't own cast God. iron. Retailing for $748. That Sam is the not C- true it's at not? all. No, it's a $79 pan. I meant $79. But with the lid, by the way, with yeah. the lid that most cast iron pans don't have, that yes. I think is one of the most important components of it. Agreed. Because it lets you make things that you couldn't do if you didn't have a lid. Yes. Also, uh, it's a rubber grab at the top. It's not stainless where rubber it will grab. heat up. And burn the shit out of your hands. It has logo in it. And it has the logo on top, which is great. I hate burning the shit out of my hands. Yes. I've done it so many times. No fun. Still. Sam, always appreciate the time, and we'll talk to you in the new year. Thanks, buddy. All right. There he is. Sam the cooking guy right there. I'm doing the drum roll. Perfect. So make sure that you are all in on the clubhouse for next month in the second hour. Listen as you wish. For the first uh, three segments, and then after that, get on the clubhouse and raise your hand, and you could win an $80 cast iron skillet from Sam the Cooking Guy. 12-inch with lid, as he says. That's the thing that's missing from most of those. All right, one more read and one more bump back, and away we will go. I'll talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking uh, outdoor cooking and grilling supplies, getting you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Big Papa's known for their championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, and Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit. And in backyards, 13 perfectly balanced flavors that will transform ordinary meals into extraordinary. Also, owners of Granny's Barbecue Sauce. So if you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody, give Granny's a shot. Aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, Big Papa's offering a great selection of American-made grills and smokers. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa's the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? Take a look at the Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, call and ask questions. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P asmokers.com. We'll be back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back.
Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Vortic Watches. Vortic Watch Company, a small batch custom watch manufacturing and vintage restoration company located in northern Colorado. They take antique American pocket watches and turn them into wristwatches. Their mission, preserve and enhance the legacy of manufacturing excellence in America. In order to do that, they combine traditional and cutting-edge technology to create unique quality and functional timepieces with exceptional value. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortec makes is unique and one-of-a-kind. Vortec founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more information. All right, all the way back in the first hour... We were joined by Malcolm Reed, How to Barbecue Right, how to bbqright.com is website. And same handle for the associated social medias. Then, first timer to the show, Jeff Cohen from the Baseball and BBQ podcast, their website, baseballandbbq.weebly.com. You can also find them on social media at Baseball and BBQ and subscribe to the podcast wherever podcasts are subscribable at. Second hour, Sam the Cooking Guy, thecookingguy.com, his website at The Cooking Guy on a number of social media channels and subscribe to him over on YouTube where almost 4 million of you have already. Watch the videos yesterday, Monday and Wednesday and Friday. I'm sorry, folks in Texas that are just hearing this for the first time on Saturday, but you're a little late. Comment on the videos. Also make sure you subscribe to the channel and then you can win some really cool stuff. Programming note for next week. There will be a new show on Tuesday. I am pre-recording over the weekend because the oldest daughter is having knee or uh, a, uh, uh, what is it? Hip surgery on the other hip. We'll get to that a little bit later. So there will be a brand new show Tuesday. Meathead is in as always. Have some other guests coming in as well. So stay tuned for that. However, it will be pre-recorded. I'll be watching along, but I'll be in the hotel room or uh, the hospital room during recovery as she will have had surgery earlier in that day. So, how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Dion Blumenrader with Big Hoss One Sauce, and you're listening to the best show on all things barbecue with my man, Greg Rempe.